welcome to Awake to Oneness Radio. I am Caroline Chang, your host. The mission of Awake to Oneness Radio is to inspire the world to awaken to the universal truth of oneness. Science is now teaching us that all life is interconnected and interdependent. And spirituality and ancient wisdom has been teaching the truth of oneness for eons. Science is just now catching up. So literally what you do to another person, you are literally doing to an aspect of yourself. And when mankind awakens to the universal truth of oneness, there will be peace on earth. Today's show topic is Afterlife Communications with Sonia Rinaldi. Sonia is connecting with me all the way from Brazil. Thank you, <laughs> Sonia, so much for being my guest on Awake to Oneness Radio. Please, Sonia, Sonia, introduce yourself. I'm familiar with your work and got to meet you in person at the Afterlife Symposium a few months ago, or a few weeks ago, actually, uh, just last month. So that was amazing to get to meet you and to see your presentation live. That was great. Can you please, but there many of our listeners may not be familiar with who you are in your work. Can you please share your journey and how you got started in this amazing work that you're doing? Okay, thank you. Um, first of all, my apologies for my mistakes in English. But as you said, I'm a Brazilian. So possibly I will say something wrong. But uh, what is important is that the listener can understand even yes. with the mistakes right yes. so uh, about me um, about uh, 30 years ago I became interested in in something more concrete uh, that could prove to me that uh, the afterlife was a reality and by that time uh, I heard that people in Europe were recording voices and that told me something because I said, well, if it, this can be, uh, if it, this is real, uh, well, it is approved. So it is not something like a, um, a fantasy. And then I started following uh, what I heard about and how to start and everything. And for three years, in truth, I didn't get anything. Okay. Possibly because in truth, I didn't know what I was looking for. Okay. After these three years, yes, I started listening, listening for the, uh, the first voices. And, uh, and, and then it was by the time of uh, uh, recorded tape, cassette, cassette tapes. Um, uh, we didn't use computer yet mm -hmm. by that time. And then uh, after uh, some years, things went uh, bettering, bettering, and now we have uh, the voices, um, sometimes absolutely clear, voices from the other side, from the deceased ones, as well as images. Mm -hmm. So that's what I, I have been doing in these 30 years and uh, what I do now. Wow. Uh, I connect with the other side, um, with the deceased ones, via voice and via images. And this is called instrumental transcommunication. 
Wow, amazing. Now, let's see, you've been doing this work for 30 years. Now, when you got, I know you said that you heard that there, 30 years ago, you heard that they were doing this work in Europe. That was, some, if people didn't understand that word, she said Europe. Um, but my question to you is when, when, what got, what, what kind of drove you 30 years ago? Was there a, a did someone transition? I use the word transition because I know there's no death. Um, did someone close to you transition 30 years ago that got you interested in this work? No, um, not exactly. In truth, I just lost my husband about uh, 15 years ago. So when I started, it was just for me to be sure of something i wanted not to because i think that uh, when you choose a religion for your life uh, it's something that you guide your life whatever is the religion uh, it will give you some steps some directions uh, for your life and i didn't want to go through something that i wasn't sure and um, that i didn't have enough proof that that was real so that, that was the reason why I started. I wanted to prove that the communication with the other side was possible and that the afterlife existed. Mm -hmm. So I, by that time, I didn't lose anyone. Just oh. later, uh, after 15 years, I lost my husband. I see, I see. And so for you, and you were your religion, were you raised Catholic? I'm just, um, being in Brazil, I'm thinking Catholic is the dominant religion. Were you raised Catholic? Yes, in truth, I studied in, in a um, school of nuns, but uh, that didn't tell me anything. Mm -hmm. And then I looked for myself away and uh, discovered the spiritualism and became interested. It was by that time that I wanted to be sure I didn't want to waste my life uh, on something that could be not truth. I so I wanted to, to have proofs of the, the afterlife so that I wouldn't be wasting my time uh, believing in something that was not concrete. And that's how I started. Okay. Now I asked you about that. I was not raised Catholic, but I was sent to Catholic school uh, and I was baptized Episcopalian, which is very close to Catholicism. Um, most of my family was Baptist, but um, so I was brought up in the Christian religion, but not the Catholic Christian to me, it's the same, uh, but not, it never, especially going to Catholic school as a very young person. I was like, four or five when I went to kindergarten and in Catholic school. Um, what I was being taught in Catholic school and religion class did not resonate with me from, from the beginning. It's just like, mm, no, this does not sound right. So, but I was raised in a very strict household where children are to be seen and not heard. So I couldn't say, you know, this doesn't sound right. I couldn't say that. So I had to wait till I got to be a young adult to actually start investigating spiritualism on my own. But I, yeah. I felt I needed to. Yes. So yes, amazing. So now, now let's get into now you the work that you do. You you gave it a name. You said it's it's trans instrumental transcommunication. 
Okay. Now, um, I guess people want to know, so you're communicating by audio, you're getting audio um, um, messages from spirits on the other side, and you're also getting images. So I think that um, people, not you don't have to get very technical, but they want to kind of have an idea of how you're doing that. Okay. Uh, well, nowadays, uh, I do everything uh, through one computer. One computer is, is uh, a full station today. But when I started, obviously, um, 30 years ago, I didn't use computer. So it was much more complicated. And I used the radio, used uh, tape recorders, and uh, all this old technology that we don't need anymore. And uh, through computer, things became much easier because you can register either images or voices in the computer. So uh, it is much easier nowadays to okay. whom you wanted to start. <laughs> right. Now, I understand that you're actually, you're, you're getting the images and the voices through computers, but everybody's using a computer nowadays. And not everybody is capturing images and and uh, voices from their loved ones on the other side through their yes. computer. So, <laughs> okay. Well, so, okay, go ahead. And so, now I think that um, obviously um, you have to, to, to be disposed to, to, to practice, to, to get in touch with the other side and uh, to make yourself a noun for them so uh, they will discover oh well Caroline wants to talk to us because in the other side we have to consider that they have a, a huge um, station transmission station okay so uh, that they speak and they uh, their images are transmitted to us via technology from the other side so uh, whenever he sees that the, the ones in our side are serious, uh, honest, uh, decent people. Obviously, they are also interested in contacting these people. But obviously, if the person is just doing that for curiosity, they will not waste their time, right? Okay. So, uh, so I think that uh, uh, nowadays it is becoming more and more popular uh, these uh, communication is the other side because many persons uh, like me want to have something more concrete right. and not only uh, like via mediums, right? Uh, so uh, it is getting popular now. Now, are, are you using special software um, to, to capture these images and to catch these audios? No. Um, precisely softwares that are that can uh, that are on on the internet yes. um, just for instance for for recording audios uh, I just use a, a, an audio recorder uh, which is very well known okay. and uh, for images as well just a camera and uh, obviously with the time you learn what functions better uh, either for voices or for images and for uh, so that uh, every time I, I am frequently changing the techniques that I'm, I'm using. Yes. So uh, sometimes, uh, which is some two, three weeks, I change 
because I perceive that uh, something called my attention and that way is better. Okay. So, for instance, uh, I perceived it long ago that uh, they need light to modulate the, the light into forms. So I arranged uh, uh, cloths with bright uh, or paper uh, also uh, bright. So I I'm changing things so that they can test. And then we are going, we are uh, summing and summing uh, uh, the results and see what functions better. Mm -hmm. Awesome. I love the fact that you're, you're being so scientific about it because like you said, where there are a lot of credible mediums and I've had many credible mediums as guests on my show and I, I've met many very credible mediums, but like you said, that's not scientific. I mean, they are getting messages and delivering those messages to us, but there's no scientific evidence behind that. So I love the fact that you, you're, you're, you're collecting scientific evidence for those people that are just like, I don't believe it if I don't see it. So that, yeah, that's, yeah. That, that's really, really amazing that you're doing that. Um, yeah. Myself, now, I... I, I've learned I learned about this kind of work through first having an experience of this work. Um, my son transitioned a little over four years ago, on July first, two thousand fourteen. He's a he was a young man, only twenty nine years old, um, and I knew when he transitioned that I wanted a reading with a medium but I told myself I am not gonna go look for a medium. I am gonna let it come to me, basically. And I didn't know at the time, I started this show, Awake to Oneness Radio, about six months after my son's transition. I was just inspired to do this work. And um, so I had, like I said, I had different channels and mediums as guests. And um, uh, a guest of mine recommended Suzanne Giesman to be a guest of mine. And after I had Susan Giesman as a guest, I said to myself, that's the medium I want <laughs> to connect with for my first reading. And it was two years after my son's transition before I had my first reading. But Suzanne gave me a reading, gifted me a reading on my son's birthday two years ago. And the amazing thing that happened in that reading Soon as she, um, you know, introduced, as soon as she asked Kyle to come in, there was this whooshing sound that she had never heard before. And at the time when we were recording it live, I couldn't hear it. And then she said, she kept asking me, you don't hear that? And I'm like, no, I don't mm -hmm. hear that. And you know what? I should have had that clip too. So you could hear that. I think I sent yeah. it to you but I should have had it ready to, to let the uh, listeners hear it. But, um, so I could not hear a thing, but she said you would definitely hear it in the audio. And I did. She sent me the audio of that, um, of that reading. And all through the audio, there's this whooshing sound. And, and this is the first time, now she's done hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of readings. And this is the first time this has happened with her. And um, also, there's a point in that audio, there's two things that are very clear. There's a point where you can actually, because Kyle was holding my dog, who had transitioned in uh, 2007, Kyle was holding my dog, Coco. 
Now you can clearly hear dogs bark on that audio, clearly. And, and then you can also clearly hear, not make out what he's saying, but you can clearly hear a male, you can hear his, I know it's his voice. Now Susan doesn't know his voice, I know his voice. You could clearly hear his voice and you can't make out what he's saying, but there's one spot where you can clearly hear his voice. So that's how I got introduced to this work was <laughs> having that experience. And then I learned about EVP, electronic voice phenomena. And that's what, what happened during that reading was an EVP that is just so precious to me. So I knew before I had a reading that Kyle wasn't gone, but <laughs> to have that physical evidence, like you said, for those naysayers that need that physical proof. And what your work is doing that. It is, is making all of what the mediums are doing credible to those who just like, I don't believe it. You know? yeah. So that is amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Now you sent to me, you sent to me several images and several yeah. audios that we want to share with the listeners. So we are going to um, do, I put all of the images and audios in a PowerPoint presentation. So we're going to yeah. share, share that PowerPoint presentation right now. Okay. So I'm going to start with the first slide, which is of Tesla, who I, I Nikolai Tesla, who I think is so cool. Okay. And I'm going to, let's see, it's just that because we're connected um, through Zoom, um, things go a little bit slower. Now, can you see the slide as well? Yes, yes. Okay. Please, please share um, with our listeners what we're looking at right now. Yes, uh, this was uh, the apparition of Nikola Tesla. Uh, Tesla uh, announced himself uh, about one year ago that he was uh, assuming the coordination of all the stations from Earth, uh, from the other side to Earth. Mm -hmm. And since then, uh, I would say that um, the quality of the images and voices became amazing so uh, this is uh, his apparition observe that he is smiling and uh, there is on earth no image from tesla smiling because he was a scientist and by the time uh, it would be nice be smiling right yes. uh, he had to be serious so yes. uh, all the images uh, of his life, he's serious, he's not smiling, but now uh, from the other side, he's smiling, as you can see. Yes, yes. And, and another thing, very important, he is completely renewed. Yes. Um, and he looks young. Yes. And he died by the age of 86 years old. So uh, it is something that we learn that in the other side, uh, if even that you died old, in truth you will get younger, and um, by the age forty of forty years old, in, in at least in the, the, the place where they live, um, that uh, it is a, a city which they call Alpha, and they transmit from Alpha to us, and so uh, in Alpha, even that you had died, 
uh, old, you will get younger. Awesome. Well, that's amazing because in that first reading I had with my son, he did say um, through Suzanne that he when he pa when he transitioned, he was 29. So he never lived to be a, a, a old man on this side. But he did say that he was more like in his early 20s. And Phil, of, he was when he passed, he transitioned. He wasn't ill, but now he's well, and he's more like he's in his early twenties. So I love yeah. that you said that. You know what? I just um, recall something. Hold on, I might. I'm going to stop sharing for a second because I want to make sure. Um, this is the first time I'm sharing audio, um, a PowerPoint. I want to make sure I have that audio box checked. That remember we tested, so I'm just going to share again, but I'm going to make sure. Oh, it is. It's checked. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go back to that first slide. Okay. okay. It takes a little bit of time because of the um, connection. There we go. Okay. Yes. I just wanted to make sure you're going to be able to hear the audio yeah. when we get to it. Okay. So now we're going to go to the next slide. Next okay. slide. Yeah, uh, this is uh, Craig's mom apparition. I suppose that you 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 met Craig. Uh, oh, he yes. was the... yes, yes, Craig Hogan. Yes, yeah. Craig Hogan. Yeah. Uh, he is the president of AREI, mm -hmm. and he was coordinating the symposium where we meet each other. Yes, and uh, this was his mom apparition. Uh, here in the the first image, uh, there is a lady, which is my friend, Nilza, and I was making an experiment with her, and uh, I was filming her. She was in her home, and I was filming her in my screen. And all of a sudden, uh, Nilza became this young lady below, uh, which is a trans image, but basically on Nilza's face. Mm -hmm. So now you may may look at the, the picture in the middle and observe Craig's mom uh, at the left, and uh, you see that the 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 lady, his mom is uh, quite similar to Nusa's uh, alteration. So that this trans image was ma Craig's mom apparition. Mm, okay. Yes, Craig has been a guest. On the way to Oneness Radio. Oh, okay. Craig is amazing. I love his work. Matter of fact, the other thing, here's how I got introduced to Craig. Um, it all started with um, the reading with um, Suzanne Giesman, and I sent that audio um, of that session to Craig. Um, years ago, two years ago, and he actually responded back right away and wrote out everything he thought he could hear that Kyle was saying in, in that audio. So that was amazing. That's how I, I got introduced to Craig. And he yeah. analyzed the audio um, re from the reading I had with Suzanne. Amazing. Yeah. Okay, next slide. Yeah, uh, this is um, a very important picture, trans picture, trans image, because um, the, here it was used um, a new technology from the other side, and uh, this was uh, an unknown boy. Uh, this young boy, with observe the color of his hair, it is a, a very particular red hair, and. Um, 
uh, I didn't know this young man. So he appeared from nothing. So I think that this was already Tesla testing uh, transmission via wormholes, which is uh, possibly the new technology that the, you, you use from now on, which mm -hmm. connects their side to ours um, straight, our, straight directly with no, using no, nothing from our side. And this guy, this young boy, was the first one that came from nothing. It, it popped up on my screen from coming from nowhere, from nothing. Wow, that is amazing. Because when you say that, that it came from nowhere and, and you weren't even, at the time, I guess you weren't even trying and this popped up, that kind of puts me in mind of like um, the audio from Kyle because I didn't even know anything about EVP. Of course, Suzanne being a medium, she had heard of EVP, EVP, but she was not a medium that worked with EVP. So it wasn't that she wasn't trying to get him to come through um, the computer and I had no idea. So it was just, it's like, it just, it just came automatically. So that is, is really, yeah, I love that. I love that when things happen spontaneously when you're not even trying. Those, are, yeah. I think those are the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Okay, next slide. Uh, here we have um, Jennifer. And Jennifer is the daughter of um, a friend of mine, American. Mm -hmm. And uh, this uh, young lady was murdered by her fiancé mm -hmm. with eight shots. And um, uh, there is no picture, her mother has no picture similar to this one uh, below, which is Jennifer's trans image. Uh, all the, the pictures that uh, her mom has uh, are completely different from this one. And it is the only one that she is not showing the teeth. Uh, she was always smiling largely. And uh, in this trans image, we can see that it is Jennifer, but um, she is a bit different. And uh, it is how she looks like now. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Very good. Very good. Next one. Okay. Next slide. Uh, this is um, Sarah's apparition. And Sarah is the mother of another friend uh, from London. She's um, a British, this friend of mine, Janini. So Janini wanted news from her mother. And uh, it was very interesting because when I requested uh, Sarah's uh, news and uh, if she could appear, appeared this very young lady that we can see uh, below. Yes. And um, uh, immediately I thought, is that possible that this young lady is Sarah? Because uh, she's very different. She's so young. Mm -hmm. And um, I sent the picture, the trans picture to Giannini uh, in London. And she uh, looked for her mother's picture when she was young. And in truth, it was just the same. I think that the next trans image is, uh, shows Sarah's um, when she was young 
look okay. down, observe that when Sarah was young, she was this uh, picture below, yes. and observe that she is just similar uh, as she is now. So she got got younger. So yes. so she is quite well, quite uh, renewed, and yes. she died from cancer, much mm -hmm. older. Yes, yes, it's beautiful. Yes, yes, and I love. Yes, that is a. Uh, uh, Oh, it's amazing. Like, yeah, I think when I, I think when we cross over, when we go on to the other side, we could kind of choose um, what age we want to appear as. Um, yeah. Because I, I've heard of actually um, at the conference, um, I believe there was a, a, a young man that transitioned. He was older, but he comes through as a child. So yes, yes. I, yeah. Yeah. So true. I think we can choose. What were, yeah, it's, yeah, I think, and that's cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, next one. Okay, next slide. Yeah, this is Helen's apparition. Uh, she, Helen is the mother of Joanne, uh, also from the United States. And observe that she, she died very, very old. Uh, mm -hmm. by the age of uh, eight, seven, if I rem remember. Yes. And uh, Helen looks much younger by the age of 50 is no more uh, and is smiling. And uh, Joanne was very impressed to see her mom so renewed, so young. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. you, you, you have the sensation that uh, your, your loved one is well. Yes. Because she's smiling. <laughs> so Yes. And like you well. said like you said in the Tesla picture, Tesla he didn't he there's not many pictures of Tesla when he was here, but none smiling. And the image, the trans image that you're getting from the other side, he's smiling. Yes. So that does say that they're they're well. And I do believe that. I believe that much. Okay, and next slide. Yeah, this is a case from Brazil. Um, I have um, a person who looked for me. She had lost her uh, daughter, Tatiana. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, in that experiment, I was filming um, the, the mom. She came to my lab here in my house. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, she, I was filming herself, the ma mom, mm -hmm. and uh, she was transformed into her daughter, into Tatiana. So you can see Tatiana in the, the image below. Yes. And uh, above you see Tatiana and now, as she looks now. And this was based in um, Tatiana's mother's face. Wow, wonderful. I made many, many uh, experiments using persons in front of the camera as well. And uh, the, the, the transformation uh, uh, happens in real time. So we can see in the, the computer the transformation and uh, the the CCD1 appearing. Wow, awesome. That is wonderful. And then that, that like you said, it does give uh, the loved one, like the mom knows that uh, her daughter is, Still well and and doing it's it's such a sense of peace. I know that for me, as a mom with a, yeah. a child in spirit, that it, it to me it brings such a sense of peace. So that's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. Okay, next slide. 
Yeah, this is uh, another American case. Uh, the mother of these uh, two boys, they are brothers. Yes. Uh, this is Sean and Kyle uh, from California. Mm -hmm. uh, they were murdered by uh, their father. Mm -hmm. And uh, their father killed the both sons and then uh, committed suicide. Oh. So, and, and this was a particular very curious case because when I was, uh, the mom had sent me the pictures, these pictures that we are seeing here. Mm -hmm. And I was filming the, the pictures, the photos, and uh, the photo started changing and uh, appeared is a, a, a video of their lives. Uh, if he, we can see the next, the next slide, yes. uh, we will have, you see that Sean, uh, no, sorry, this is Kyle. Kyle mm -hmm. appeared as much younger first, as uh, in the trans image above. Mm -hmm. And then his mother sent me a picture when uh, Kyle was five years old. Yes. So he died by the age of 11. Mm. But he appeared here as much younger. And yes. it was uh, like a film of his life. Uh, be, he became, uh, by the, he appeared by the age of five years old. And then he went growing up until he uh, was something like uh, 16. So mm. more, uh, with more age than when he died. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, and you say Kyle because uh, when you say the name Kyle, I always think my son's name was Kyle. So <laughs> the, the name is very dear to me. And I actually have uh, used Kyle as an acronym. I started a foundation in my son's memory called the Kyle Foundation. And Kyle uh, stands for Keep Your Light Expanding. So that's mm -hmm. what, what Kyle stands for for me. But that's beautiful. Very, very nice. Okay. Here, next, uh, Brandon. Yeah, th this is Brandon's apparition. Um, his mom, uh, Mia, uh, lost him with the age of 12 years old by cancer. Mm -hmm. And um, this uh, apparition appeared in Mia's house. So it was another type of experiment that was making. I was uh, talking to Mia uh, via Zoom, mm -hmm. and um, uh, her son appeared behind her uh, in this image. I think that the next one is also Brandon's. Okay. I'm not sure. Let's see. Yes. yes. You see? Observe that um, uh, at the left, we have uh, Brandon's photo. Yes. And uh, at right as he appeared in Mia's house. This mm -hmm. arm that you can see is Mia's. Mm -hmm. uh, it is uh, the mom's seeing wow. her son in her house. Wow. And that... obviously uh, she have never seen this picture uh, as Brandon appeared. That is amazing. That is so wonderful. Wow. That And that does, like you said, that just brings the parents such a sense to me, a sense of peace, that knowing your child is not gone, they're still with you and they're well, they're happy and they're well. That's yeah. okay, awesome. Okay, now we're, we're, we've finished with the images, we've come to the first audio clip. Um, and this is, this is Alex? 
Yes, Alex is uh, Katarina's son. Mm -hmm. He died um, of a Marfan syndrome mm -hmm. by the age of 19. And um, in this, in this um, recording, um, I was talking via Zoom with Katarina mm -hmm. and recording our conversation. And uh, so that we and Katarina were talking both to her, this is the son, Alex. And at this moment of this audio, I asked Alex if his grandpa was there uh, because Katarina wanted to know if her father was there too. And uh, he replies before my question, he says right here, uh, <laughs> indicating that uh, his grandpa was there too. Yes. So, uh, I, I think just, that we can listen. Yes, I'm going to play it in a second. When you say that he answers it, it before you even ask, that is so true of spirit because they are actually responding to our thought more than our words. So you thought the question before you asked it. So he was responding. And that actually, um, remember I said in the audio of my session with, um, with Suzanne, there's my Coco. And actually, the bark, you can hear Coco's bark before Suzanne says, and Kyle is holding a white dog. So you hear it before. So you're hearing, you know, it happens. They, they're a couple of seconds ahead of us, put it that way. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to play it right now. Right here. Are you with your grandpa there? Right here. Right here. Okay, were, were you able to hear that on your end, Sonia? Yes, yes, I did. I, I listened. Awesome. Very, very good. Well, yeah, I just wanted to make sure that it was working as far as the audio on your end. Awesome. Very, very good. So we'll go to the next audio. Okay. This is also Alec. You want to uh, say a little bit about this one? Um, okay, let me see. Uh, yes, it's Alex again. And he said... Uh, in this same recording with Katarina, with his mother, uh, together, uh, he said, Love Wilson. And uh, in this first moment, I didn't know who could be this Wilson. But Katarina promptly said that he was referring to Suzanne Wilson, which ah, is a comedian. Yes. And uh, uh, Katarina made some readings with Suzanne Wilson. And uh, uh, it was a kind of identification from Alex because um, whenever uh, in the readings, whenever Katarina was speaking to Suzanne Wilson, and Suzanne used it to say, oh, I love so much this young guy. And so, so he replied to Suzanne saying he loved Wilson. He says, love Wilson. We can oh. listen. But that's one. Yes, yes, yes. Well, yes, of course, I know Suzanne Wilson. She has been a guest on my show, and I did get to meet her in person a couple of times at two conferences. So, yes, I, I love Suzanne too, Alex. So. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the audio. Hi, Alex. Yes. Did you were you able to hear that? As yes. Well? 
Oh, awesome. Yeah. Very good. I just wanted to make sure I know that the audience will be able to hear everything. I just want to make sure you're able to hear everything on your end. Amazing. Okay. okay. Now we're going to the next audio. Yeah, okay. And um, it is uh, it's still Alex. Yes, it um, is. He says, Rinaldi, they are here. I think this curious they call me for my surname, right? Mm -hmm. uh, instead of Sonia. But yes. he called me as Rinaldi. They are here uh, referring to the people from the transmission station this, that were there with him. So he says, Rinaldi, they are here. Okay. Just like, well, Alex in particular likes to use surname because he's Suzanne Wilson. He used her surname. As yeah. Well. yeah. So that <laughs> might be. That might be a, a personal thing. He might like using surnames. Okay. Mm -hmm. Alex, are you seeing me? Renal, like they are here. Alex, are you seeing me? Renal, like they are here. Alex, are you seeing me? Renal, like they are here. Yeah, in truth, uh, we know that they speak from a, a transmission station and um, as far as we know, there is um, a huge screen, something like our cinemas in the other side where they can see us when we are talking to them. So when I asked him if he was seeing me, uh, he said that all of them were there and watching me on the screen. So that is what he meant. Awesome. Yes. And the other thing I, I want to point out too, um, the, the, the spirit realm is not much different than here in the sense that they maintain their personality. You know, whatever yes. their personality was here, they have that same personality on the other side. So, yeah. Yes. That's yes. Okay. So we're going to move on to the next. Okay. So we're yeah. on four. Audio All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is uh, Katarina's father, Mr. Velsicle, and he said uh, to work with Maka, I can do. Maka uh, is uh, how um, he, the, 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 the ring is ringing. Can I just say, uh, to ask him to return later? Yes, it, no problem. You can edit it, right? Hold on a second. No problem. I'm sorry. No okay. worries. Okay. No worries. So we're on so, yeah, number four. Audio yeah, number four. So Katarina's yes. uh, father says uh, and that he can, uh, he says, to work with Maka, I can do. Maka is her nickname, Katarina's uh, nickname when she was a child. Mm -hmm. And obviously I have never heard of this word, yes. but it was pronounced by her father as yes. a way of identification. So, right, so uh, Mr. Veselko, 
He's, uh, he is Serbian yes. and he speaks with, um, uh, he speaks English, but with a Serbian accent. And he says, to work with Mark, I can do. Yes. Okay, so I'll play the audio now. Awesome. Yes, and I love that. Like, he used her nickname that he yeah. would call her because um, mediums like Suzanne Wilson and Suzanne Giesman will say that's the kind of evidential, um, they, that, yeah. that's the kind of evidence they look for, you know, because they wouldn't know, no one would really know that. So that would be, that's awesome, amazing. Okay, yeah. moving on to the next one. The next one is Brandon. Yeah, the little boy. Yes. And, well, about Brandon, um, Mia, her mom, uh, is waiting him to return to her. Mm -hmm. So it is a very particular case. Um, and in this moment of the conversation with Brandon, I asked him, will you return to your mom? Because that is what we expect, that he will return, uh, he will reincarnate mm -hmm. as Mia's son again. Mm -hmm. And uh, obviously, Mia was also very interested in knowing this. So uh, when I say, I ask him, will you return to your mom? He says, you know, the idea is to help. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, it is very interesting because not only he's confirming that he is coming back, but uh, that the idea is to help. And uh, really, Mia was uh, needed this help this comfort of have, having him back. Yes. So uh, it says, you know, the idea is to help. Okay, I'm going to play the audio. Will you return to your mom? No idea to help. Will you return to your mom? No idea to help. Will you return to your mom? No idea to help. Uh, and it sounds so sweet in his voice. That's yes. His voice, yes. Okay. The next one is also Brandon. Yeah. Uh, in truth, this was uh, a recording, uh, the recording that I made via Zoom uh, mm -hmm. with the couple. In truth, we were on the line, uh, not only Mia, but her husband, John. What? Yes. Uh, and me in this side here in Brazil, in this end, and Brandon is speaking from the station so that we have uh, these three places, California, uh, uh, Sao Paulo in Brazil, and the transmission station. So uh, John was speaking to his son, Brandon, and then John says, thank you, Brandon, for coming visit me and for helping me. And um, you feel that John is very emotioned at this moment. Yes. And uh, Brennan replies, I thank you, Dad. Mm. Ah, <laughs> very, very ah, cute. Yes, I'm gonna play that. Thank you, Brennan, for coming to visit me and for helping me. Thank you. Brandon, for coming to visit me and for helping me. 
Thank you, Brandon, for coming to visit me. Thanks for helping me. Yes. Yes, hearing <laughs> Brandon's voice is so sweet. Yeah. I just I have such a heart for children and they're 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 so they're such angels, all of them and all of our loved ones are angels on the other side. And when I say, I say the other side, but also, you know, my mission is about oneness. And I truly believe the reason we can communicate with our loved ones on, uh, on the other side of the veil is because there is still just one. There's just, we think as the physical and spiritual realms as separate, but in truth, yeah. in truth they are connected. And that is why we are able to communicate because the oneness of it all, the, the, we're, we're never separated from the ones that we love. So yeah, that's that, true. That's amazing. All right, to the next slide. Okay, we have Brandon again. Yeah, uh, also from Brandon and speaking to his father. Uh, it is interesting because uh, Brandon replied uh, before his father uh, to show that he was emotional and he was crying. And um, Brandon says to his father, deep breath. And this is very interesting because usually uh, his father used it to say this to Brandon when he was uh, crying or he was anxious. Uh, his father taught him uh, to deep breath as to relax. And this time he says to his father, deep breath. And then John says, please try to continue visiting me often to meet me. You will help me. We will come to visit. So he was crying and uh, the son says to, to the father, a deep breath. Oh, that is wonderful. Now let's hear <laughs> that. That's amazing. I love that. Please continue to visit me often. It makes me Please come continue to visit me often. It makes me. Please come continue to visit me often. It makes me. Uh, that is so mm -hmm. wonderful. And you know what? Oh, uh, Brandon, thank you. I have to, I'm thanking Brandon right now because I have to remind myself when, when, you know, things get to me, I have to, uh, moment, um, from moment to moment, I have to remind myself to take a deep breath and ground myself in the now moment. And I, 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 it's a, you know, I make a recommendation to my listeners to always you know, the best thing when you're really upset and the world seems like it's going crazy is to stop, be still, take a deep breath and ground yourself in the now moment. So thank yeah. you, Brandon, for reminding us all <laughs> to do that. Thank yeah. you. Thank yes, you. yes. Okay, next slide. Okay, Tesla. Oh, Tesla and Mr. Murray. Yes, uh, Mr. Murray is uh, the husband of a friend from Canada, mm -hmm. Betty Ann. And um, all these people who we are talking uh, appeared in this image, either Alex um, or Brandon or Tesla or Mr. Murray. All of them appeared in these images too. Okay. So 
uh, at this moment I was making a recording and I um, I I asked if Mr. Murray uh, would be able to talk and Tesla says you will see him in Transimage here first, right? Mm -hmm. And then Mr. Murray says I will try from the north. From the north is the north station. Mm -hmm. uh, we learned all these about one year ago since uh, Tesla appeared that we had a South Station that was in contact with me here in Brazil in, with South America and that there exists a North Station that uh, uh, to assist uh, North America in truth Canada and uh, United States um, but also uh, countries of uh, English language such as uh, uh, Engl England and Australia as well. But at this moment, uh, Mr. Murray and Tesla was speaking from the North Station and um, uh, Tesla says that I'll see, you'll see him, meaning I'll see Mr. Murray, and Mr. Murray says, I'll try from, North from the North, meaning North Station. Yes, okay, and I'll, pl I'll play that clip. You, Mr. Murray, You'll see him. I will try from the north. You, Mr. Murray. You'll see him. I will try from the north. You, Mr. Murray. You'll see him. I will try from the north. It is curious that Tesla still maintains uh, a certain Serbian accent in his English. Mm. He's, he, in, in spite that he lived in, in England, uh, I'm sorry, in the United States uh, for some decades, but uh, he was originally Serbian, so he has yes. an, an accent. Yes, yes. I just recently saw a documentary on Tesla, and he came to the United States, and I want to say he came to, I want to say New York, but I could be wrong. He came to the United States when he was in his teens, about maybe 18, 19. When he yeah, that's it. Yeah, when he first met uh, uh, Thomas Edison. Yeah. Yes, actually, he came to the United States to particular to to meet Thomas Edison, and he did yes. work with Thomas Edison for a while. Yes. For yep, a while, I, yeah. I, yes, I was very interested in Tesla, and so I just recently <laughs> saw a documentary. He's incredible. Yes, he is. Yes, he is, and he's incredible, and still doing that work, the same work he was doing while he was here in the physical. He's still doing that. Same same work which is amazing awesome yes. next slide talk about and tesla. That, yes. that is tesla yes. and uh, informing that main lives in the north uh, observe the, his accent um, it is uh, interesting because he's um, informing that many um, many spirits many deceased ones mm -hmm. uh, lives in the north and work in the north station uh, many, in, um, in truth, we learned that uh, many primal, uh, Nobel Prize yes. are working in the station, such as uh, Dennis Gabor. Dennis Gabor was the, who created the, the holography and he works at the North Station. And he, they are trying now to transmit transholography 
so that we are already receiving trans images that are uh, more concrete, they are 3D. So this is the result of these genius that are in the North Station. So in the next audio, Tesla says, many leaves in the North. Awesome. Okay, I'm going to play that now. Many leaves from the North. Many leaves from the North. Many leaves from the North. Yes. Yes, I think, I'm not sure, but I think there's probably, I could be wrong on this, but there are probably more people on Earth living in the Northern Hemisphere, hemisphere than the Southern Hemisphere. I could be wrong on that, but. No, it is, yeah, well, it, I didn't think of that, but maybe because, uh, uh, well, R Russia is very big and uh, is in the North. But mm -hmm. China, uh, China, I think is more in the south. I'm not sure. Yeah, and I think you're right. Yeah. yeah, but it could be also the meaning, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Is that, yeah, I'm just, I'm thinking because of the United States and England and like you say, Russia. I don't know how many people. And China, no, but China has a very large population. I think that is more yeah. south. Yes. Trying to, trying to remember my geography. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we also, we're to our last audio clip, which I think is, uh, is also Tesla again. Yeah, uh, I was asking um, Mr. Tesla, if, uh, if, if at that, that moment I could, uh, I would like to, to say a word with Alex, which is Katarina's son, mm -hmm. and um, I asked if it was possible, and he says, uh, confirms that uh, Alex is, is in the north, meaning north station, and that he is waiting. So the question is, now I would like to say a word with Alex, can I? Can I? And the reply is, in the north, he's waiting. Awesome, okay, and I'll play that. Now I would like to say a word with Alex, can I? Now I would like to say a word with Alex. Can I? Now I would like to say a word with Alex. Can I? Oh, so amazing. Really, truly amazing. I'm going to stop share right now. Yeah, that is, your work is so amazing in there. You know, it brings to mind, because I've, I've been fortunate enough to have Craig Hogan, you, um, also um, Dr. Gary Schwartz, who's working on the soul phone. And this, this afterlife communication is just really phenomenal. And it's, go, it's so much hardcore science behind it. It's not woo-woo. It, it's real science, and we have real scientists working on this, and I think it's so amazing. Now, I think I, I asked um, Gary, Dr. Gary Schwartz, when he was a guest on my show, when, did, when does he think, and I, you know, this is all just, you know, speculation, but when do you think we'll be able as a society, as a, as a global society to be able to communicate easily and freely to the other side, like we do with the internet now? 
Now I can, I can communicate and see you face to face and you're in Brazil and I'm in Pennsylvania. Now that was unheard of 50 <laughs> years ago. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. But we're doing it now. So, and I believe that everyday people, everyone will be able to pick up a phone and contact their loved ones on the other side at some point. Um, so what are your thoughts on that? Well, I think that um, I'm not so enthusiastic mm -hmm. about this. Do it one thing. First of all, humanity is not prepared. Yes. Remember that the greatest religions deny afterlife. Either Christianism, Catholicism, Jewish, Muslims, uh, all of them deny afterlife. So, the communication. Okay. Imagine what shock would be if all of a sudden scientists uh, prove that these communications are real. Mm -hmm. It will be an implosion uh, inside some religions. Yes. So, instead of being something good, it could be harm. So, uh, humanity needs time to discover this reality and this uh, will go very slow because some faith, you know, that denies and forbidding also the communication. So we have to go slow. And, um, but I think that everything that is truth will come up someday when it is possible. It will be, uh, spread but not in short time so i think that this in this meantime uh, we are they are preparing themselves with technology to become easier and easier to communicate with us which is still a, a let's say a difficult process it is not that easy just to turn on something as we are talking now yes but uh, they are um, tesla mainly is doing his best to to make this easier this process easier so that when time comes and uh, th this communication will be for everyone and so that at this moment you could be just after this this uh, recording of this show you'd say well let me say a word to my son yes. <laughs> and then you just click and you could speak to kyle yes. uh, that would be absolutely fantastic I think that yes, one day this will happen, but uh, not not tomorrow, nothing, not in one year or two. I think, but um, for sure, just because it is truth, yes. this will be real one day. Yes, as soon as humanity is prepared. Yes, and and I I agree with you ninety five percent, and I say that I say that in the sense that I do understand exactly what you're saying about the religions. A matter of fact, I have lost friends because I when I started this show, and I have mediums and channels on this show, so I have friends that are fundamental Christians, they stop speaking to me. So I understand what you're saying. Because of the religious dogma, 
And now the interesting thing about religious dogma is all of the religions believe there is an afterlife, but they don't think you should communicate with the afterlife. Yeah, yeah. These are two points. Yes, 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 yes. So that's kind of, it's like, okay, you believe there's an afterlife, but you say it's no, no to communicate. Why? Yeah. You know, but honestly, I believe humanity's awakening is happening exponentially faster than it has in past years. I yes. believe we are in an era of humanity's awakening. And I truly, me personally, I believe that it's happening very, very, very quickly. And that many, many people are just turning away from the dogma of religion. Not that they can still be Christian or Muslim or Hindu or whatever religion, but they're turning away from the, the dogma of it and embracing more truth, as you said, you know, more spirituality truth. And many more people are, are leaving traditional religion and becoming more spiritual. So, mm -hmm. I, I, and I think especially because I stopped watching um, television, mainstream television, oh, many, many years ago. And I only watch what's going on on the internet, on YouTube and Facebook and all that. And there's so, so many people open to what we're, the work you're doing, the work that all of the scientists are doing right now. There's so many more people. It's still not mainstream yet. Yeah. But many, even though it's not mainstream, many, many people are open to it. And I truly believe that it's not going to be very long where we are going to be able to all communicate, each of us to communicate with our loved ones on the other side. And Kyle did say in that first reading with Suzanne Giesman, I've only had two readings. And um, Kyle did say that he's very proud of what I'm doing with this show. And he is my co-host. So he's right here. <laughs> Yeah, he's here right now because he, whenever I do a show, I know Kyle is with me. So for sure, yes, for sure, for sure. So yes, this is amazing. Please continue all of the wonderful work that you're doing. Thank you. I was so honored to meet you at the symposium, and I know the next symposium, I'll be there. You'll be there. I get to see you again and see all the see all the advancements you made this coming year of 2019 so okay. yes yeah uh, i thank for the opportunity of speaking to your listeners and uh, to speak back to you again that's yeah. my pleasure and uh, whenever you want to 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 know some news yes it'd be my pleasure to to talk to you and your listeners thank you thank you and we'll stay in touch by email anything like something if something big happens, email me. Make sure I'm okay. Sure I'm I will. News email list. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, thank you so much, Sonia. This has been so wonderful. Thank you, thank you. And continue the wonderful work you're doing. Yes. Thank you so much, Caroline. Thank and you. Talk to Thanks. you soon. Bye. Yes. Much love. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.